Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Because of folks like you watching this, we are on the cusp of doing something special on this channel, One Rental at a Time. We have been talking about getting to 50,000 subscribers for at least two and a half years and quite possibly three years. At this point, we are sub 800 and making pretty decent progress every day. I think we will get there in August of 2023. So first and foremost, I think all of us should congratulate this man right here because he is the reason we have been talking about it. He challenged me three years ago when I was sending cards out and got purple hair. He says, wow, he's, he's he did it. He did purple hair. I'm going to try to spend some of his money. And he talked about a Vegas event. So uh, Dion, thank you. Uh, what were you thinking, man, all those years ago? I was thinking it's a huge milestone, and I don't know if anybody's ever done the research on this, but look up how many YouTube channels reach 10,000 subscribers, right? The, the numbers start out pretty big with how many people have a YouTube channel. It, it's in the millions, but then when it comes down to who reaches 10,000, it's only about 2 million. When you go to 50,000 or 100,000, that number starts to really shrink, right. and I thought, if you're going to get there, kind of like when you did the, we want to give 500 these yeah. cards away in a year right yeah uh i think initially when you did it it was a goal and then i talked about you know the goal with a reward so you know yep. donate to a charity you picked a food bank we yep. did the purple hair yep i matched it and <laughs> so when you ta started talking about a milestone of subscriber count i thought well it'd be good if you have that many subscribers there's going to be a certain amount of loyal fans mm -hmm. let's get them all together so yeah. yeah, well, the the side benefit to me is we get to spend some of your money. The the yeah. actual benefit is is the the core people yeah. that watch all the time that are taking action, reaching financial freedom on that that road, get to get together and talk. Yeah. So it, I think it's time to at least start sketching out, folks. And this is where I want your feedback. If you've been on this journey, and if you're coming to the event, I want to hear from you. Dan wants to hear from you. Um, I want to start putting a framework around this uh, because again, I will start having to spend some money. Uh, I will start having to communicate. So people have plenty of time to plan for it. Um, Dean, I guess the first question I have is how many people you think show up, right? Is it a hundred? Is it 200? Is it 500? I mean, cause those are very different rooms and very different expenses. So I think 200 would be a little too competitive to get a spot at okay so i don't know that i would go anything more than 500 yeah okay but so the numbers between two and 500 somewhere in there so when you start looking at rooms and venues that might actually also be a, a contributing factor you might find that 300 or 400 is the sweet spot for one of the, the locations okay uh, but That's definitely like at least 200 yeah, I think that, I think that feels right. I mean, you are a part of my first kind of test run of this in in Fresno, and uh, if we look at the so I think that room held two hundred. I'm gonna guess 
50 of the folks were local, right? So they didn't have to drive. I suspect we'll have some local Vegas folks, but I don't think it'll be that much because again, my backyard, investing yards, Fresno, I'm deep there. People know me there. So, you know, and the other thing is if we're going to do this and, and really, again, I have to, I'm looking at this going, we're going to ask people to spend two grand flights, hotel, probably renting a car, guessing the tickets, because it can't be free given some very early indications, you know, just the price of the rooms and stuff in Vegas, there'll be some cost to the ticket. Um, I'm guessing it just feels to me, it has to be a two day event. I mean, I can't, when I, when I look at asking somebody to spend, I'm just artificially saying two grand, I have to deliver 10 grand in value. And I don't know that we could do that in a day. So it feels to me, it has to be a two day event. So I like the two day event, not, not so much for the event and the number of speakers and the amount of information, but for the opportunity to interact with people. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, for a long time, I, I really wasn't a, a convention, a gatherer kind of person. I wouldn't go to those kind of things. And when I started running the truck driving school, they started sending me to this, um, I want to call them conventions, but for higher education learning. Yeah. I learned some things from presentations, but I learned a ton of things from con conversations at tables that were sparked by the presentations. So I, I think one day you can get all of the information into one day that, that you know, that the amount of information that a person can retain. But to give the time for those conversations to happen, I think there's a night before where you have, you know, uh, a reception, not a full meal kind of thing, but like a social gathering. Right. And uh, um, and then the day of and then you have I, I, I don't know. Are you thinking like keynote speaker starts, kicks off the event or wraps up the event? No idea. No idea at this point. I'm I'm I'm. I'm trying to get the big things like how big's the room? How many cuz again we so I I I can I, I don't feel good delivering a one day event. So that's out. 2 days is kind of the minimum and then I look at this going do we try 3 and that almost feels like too much. Right? Cuz again we're we're interrupting people's lives. If we do it on the weekend they could fly Friday kind of, you know, and then exit Sunday. So I I'm defaulting to two days, but I mean, if people push, we could do three days. I mean, basically what a third day would give people is I could bring in more of the people that are part of one rental at a time, right? Right. One of the things that I think is important, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I could go get keynote speakers who are names, but I don't think that's really one rental at a time. I think people probably want to see the people that are here every week the people that I bring back monthly because I'm the, the, and the, it's back to the whole reason I built the new website. One rental at a time.com is I want to celebrate the millionaires, right? One rental at a time is special in my mind because it's not one guy. It's a team. It's a collection of millionaires who are doing the work every day and talking about deals and mistakes and losses. And my thinking is they want to see them. So if we had a third day, I could probably get five or six more, one rental at a time contributors there. That's, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. And it is a bit of an expense because of the travel, but getting everybody from different parts of the country together, I think Vegas is a great choice, right? Right. Cost wise. I mean, if you stay on the strip, your costs might go up, but if people were to stay a little off the strip, um, they can save costs there. They, they can also save costs. This is a weird recommendation for me because I travel a lot. Literally I'm leaving tonight for Boston. I'll be there for at least a week. When I travel, I rent a car pretty much everywhere I go, except Vegas. 
it's the one place where I think Uber and Lyft um, are better than car rental because of where you parking. Where are we going to keep the car? That becomes kind of an issue there. So I would save money on the car rental. I would save money by not being right on the strip. Unless, you know, if this, if you go to Vegas often and you have a preferred place, sure. And if you've never been, you might want to stay on the strip just so you can see what that's like. Yeah. Vegas uh, at night is interesting. Yeah. If you've never been there, but if you've been there it, like a hundred times like me, I'm not, not a fan. <laughs> right. No, no, I, uh, I like to stay at a different place on the strip every time I go for the experience. But at some point uh, I've stayed out at Lake Las Vegas at the mm -hmm. hotels out there. And that was just such a nicer experience because you didn't have the craziness of how many people can you fit into a small area is it was yeah. what it seems like the strip is often an experiment yeah. at, but no, I'm looking forward to this event. I think. Well, so let me, let me push back. So I, it feels like two days is the right answer. Should I work hard to get a keynote speaker that we would all know that may never have been on my channel? I would probably have to pay for or should I focus on just getting more of the one retail at a time contributors so people can see them take pictures, do whatever they want to do? What, what do you think? Well, who would the keynote be that you would push for? Like, can you find somebody that isn't uh, so big that they're into syndications, so big that their name is what sells their product, so big that their uh, their source of income doesn't need to be real estate anymore? Right? We want to. We want the, the the beauty of this is. The size of your portfolio, the size of your cash flow, the Matt's information too. We don't really talk about that much. We talk about get to four. Yeah. We're talking about get that first one. You get the golden ticket if you get the first one. Mm -hmm. So finding a keynote, I think it matters more that they're relatable than they're the name everyone knows. I, I really got to tell you, if they've never been on my channel, I can't, I couldn't, I personally couldn't feel good about inviting them, let alone paying them. That would feel disingenuous to me. Now, could they have been on the channel a couple of times, like Sean Cannell or Ryan Pineda or some of those? Possibly. I could feel okay. I could I could talk myself into that. Um, now, that's, that's kind of where I'm leaning on that. And then let me ask you about this question. You were at the pilot event in Fresno, California, gosh, a year ago, maybe? Maybe a little more? I don't remember. I think it was November, so call it a year. Um, how did that format feel? No PowerPoint. Like you went up first. You and Mike went up first. You gave a quick, like you had a couple of thoughts. You wanted to get the party started. And then what I would do at this bigger event is we'd have microphones in the aisles and people would just line up to ask questions. No PowerPoint. How does that feel? So you used to do live streams on Saturdays and Matt does them on Sundays. I do them on Tuesdays. Uh, we can't get Millennial Mike too because of the SWAT calls. He can never be consistent. But I really like the live streams because as a content creator, you and me, we can make a video. We could say, okay, this is something an investor should know. Let's do some research, make sure we got our facts right, the dates and times of the events that can you know, contribute to why we have this idea. We can make that video. But that isn't information we had in our mind to make a decision when we're looking at a property or to screen a tenant or to find a lender or an agent or pick a market. So the live streams, the reason that format on in this format in YouTube University works so well is because, yeah, we start with a topic. We talk for, you know, I try to do 10 to 20 minutes. Um, but then the question comes and they could tell if it's like a deep ingrained tax question, we don't keep that in our mind. We hire a pro. We got a tax pro to do that, right? We'll even say, 
This is a good question for your tax pro. Here's my opinion, but I don't really know. But when they go, how do you calculate the yield? And it is, I can look at a property in 15 seconds and know if that math says take a deeper look or to avoid it. Or whatever question comes up, do you allow pets? Uh, what do you do for smoke damage in your property? Things that we've dealt with constantly that is top of mind awareness. So the format that you did where the presenters go up, they do a little introduction, uh, uh, cover a topic for a bit, but then open it up to questions so that people can ask questions that other people are probably wondering. And then if the, if the presenter has the information like right now in, a, in an articulate answer, it means the question comes up often. It's something we have to consider as an investor and stay aware of so we can make quick decisions. Or if the, the investor, the presenter goes, that's a great question. I'd have to do some research and get back to you. It means if a successful investor has reached financial freedom without keeping that information top of mind awareness, it's not, a, 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 it shouldn't be a showstopper that the person doesn't have that information. Yeah. The other thing I've been playing with, again, based on the trial run in Fresno is it was kind of one speaker, 45 minutes-ish, 45, 60 minutes. That feels good to me. The other thing I, I, I guess I'll put out there, I don't feel good about it, but again, it, it absolutely could be my bias and my bias doesn't matter. It's what the audience wants. What do you think about panels, right? Where we get three or four different bodies up there and then we take questions, then maybe you get two or three different answers. I don't know. So I would, I would of course want to see what people say in the comments below, but I, I don't, um, what I really like about panels is what I really like about when we talk. Right. If, if this was an echo chamber and we said, this is how you do it exactly like this, but just some sh short examples. Millennial Mike, I invest at a distance because I live in a high cost of living area. I invest in the high cost of living area that Millennial Mike lives in because it's a high cost of living area. So right. come in questions there. You and Matt recycle capital. Mm -hmm. I recycle cash flow. Right. So I think that the benefit to the panel, if you could find as close as possible as to like diametrically opposed opinions on a topic, right. yeah. that would be great panel because then you get the, uh, instead of somebody makes a video, if I make a video on, on the way that I think, of course it's gonna sound like my way is right because it's just my information. But put me and Millennial Mike there on the same thing in a video talking about distance or local, self-management, property management. Um, and I think you get uh, yeah. a better spectrum of answers. So what, what else? I mean, so again, we could probably do it because everything, everything we're about to talk about is money, cost money, a welcome event, like the day before the kickoff feels like the right thing. An event, the, the night between day one and day two feels like something, you know, um, lunches probably make sense. I don't know about dinners, but lunches, um, I mean, what, what, what do you, what, 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 I mean, all of this, all of this goes into a kitty and I've committed 10 grand. It's not going to be any close to this, right? It's, it's so, I, mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm looking at all this going, okay, this is going to get interesting. So, and then mathematically, like we did for the food drive donation, you know, my portfolio is about the, a tenth of the size of yours. Mm -hmm. So whatever you contribute, I'll contribute a tenth. So okay. I'm glad you picked 10 grand. I can handle that. If you say, oh, we're going to thousand dollars I'd be like, oh, I'm going to sell a kidney. I mean, <laughs> no, not what I mind, but so. Yeah, no, I <laughs> um, That's funny. 
there's one other thing I would I would ask for help for from the people that have made it this far in the video in the comments below. So as as content creators, one of the things that we can do, one of the people trying to help people reach financial freedom, we think here's the topic I want to cover. I want to talk binder strategy. We want to talk one rental at a time. We want to talk lending, picking a market. In the comments below, let us know what topic would you like to see presented in person at this Vegas gather? Uh, is it funding? Because you're, you're going to get as, as, as investors, here's the topics we think we should cover. How do you choose a market? How do you calculate the, uh, the return on a rental? How do you do partnerships? How does funding work? But from the audience's perspective, if you're coming, you're you're paying for your airline tickets, you're paying for your room, you're taking the time out to go and spend time with other investors, other like-minded people. What would you want to hear? Yeah, it's a good question. Dion, when we started this, I think I was at twelve thousand, maybe thirteen. To see where we are now. 800 or so short of 50,000. It's been a fun ride. Thank you for, uh, thank you for being a part of this the whole time. Um, folks, how can you, how can people fi find you? They can find me right here on YouTube. Dion talk financial freedom. Thank you very much.